At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. You found primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. It is VSIN's primetime action live from the South Point Hotel Casino. Tip of the strip. It's Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, Wyatt Tomchek in for the vacation, and Kelly Bidlin tonight. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not buying this whole sick thing. <laughs> <laughs> Pop was in town last week. Oh, is that what happened? Pop was in town last week. They mm. had fancy dinners all over town. Mm. I'm not buying this sick thing. Well, he's not here either way. How you yeah. doing, White? You good? I'm good. Real good today. Apparently, you know, I, I failed Matt uh, a couple minutes ago not getting him a water, so I'm, it, I'm 0 for 1 to start the night. It won't be the first time today. Yes. Uh, we have playoff we hockey that's about several to, times. That's, <laughs> play, <laughs> playoff hockey about to face off, and we have another doubleheader in the NBA couple game ones in the uh, conference semifinals tonight. Over on the ice, we're facing off right this second. So if you are in on Bruins and Hurricanes, do it right now. It is the Hurricanes as minus 115 home favorites over the Bruins. Minus 105 if you want the Bruins on the road. About a half an hour from now, we got the Lightning and the Maple Leafs. The Leafs are minus 120 Home favorites in this one, plus 105 on Tampa Bay. I do know that our our friend Annie McNeil is on the Lightning Series price, I believe. I think I saw in the in the newsletter. He's on one of the team series price. He is on the Boston Bruins series price. He is on the Tampa Bay Lightning yeah. series price. And he's also on the St. Louis Blues the, series price. And it's... 9.30 Eastern, 6.30 Pacific. We do have those Blues and the Wild. The Wild are minus 130. Home favorites over the Blues, plus 110. If you want the Blues as road underdogs. And then we got the Kings and the Oilers. The Oilers, minus 205. Home favorites over the Kings, plus 165. If you do want the road underdog. Over in the NBA, we do have two games tonight. We're kicking off the Sixers and the Heat series at 7.30 Eastern, 4.30 Pacific. In that one, as we well know, we talked about this extensively last week. But as a reminder, no Joel Embiid tonight. No Joel Embiid in Game 2. The hope is he will be back for Game 3. Uh, seven and a half right now in favor of the Heat at home. 208 and a half to 209 is your total. And then at 10 Eastern, Seven Pacific, the Mavs and the Suns. The Suns are six to six and a half point home favorites over the Mavericks. 214, 214 and a half is your total there. We do have a few first pitches. There's already a couple of day games today as well. 
705 Eastern, we have the Twins and the Orioles. Chris Paddock for the Twins, Tyler Wells for the Orioles. Uh, Paddock and the Twins are minus 150 road favorites over Wells and the Orioles. That's a total of 7.5. Yankees and Blue Jays, Jordan Montgomery, Ross Stripling. Uh, I actually took a piece of the Blue Jays right before I got here at plus 105. So just a small home underdog there for Ross Stripling and the Blue Jays. Minus 120 if you want Montgomery and the Yankees. Eight and a half is your total. Braves and Mets. This is Max Fried and Chris Bassett. This is 110 on both sides. So whichever, whichever pitcher you want to back, you're getting 110. Six and a half is your total. Six and a half. Yeah. I also saw some sixes out there on this. Yeah, six and a half. And that one, another six and a half coming here in just a second. Uh, we got 810 Eastern, the Mariners and the Astros. Uh, that's Gonzalez and Odorizzi and uh, Astros. Minus 135 favorites, plus 115 on the Mariners. We do get a total of nine in that one. But the late 940 Eastern, 640 Pacific, the Rays and the Athletics. Drew Rasmussen and Dalton Jeffries produces a six and a half total I mean, for us here tonight. Uh, neither one of these teams really lighten up the scoreboards here early on in the season. The A's and the Rays, two of the top K percentage offenses in the in the major league so far. And that is giving us a, a six and a half total, despite the fact we have Rasmussen and Jeffries on the hill. Uh, minus 170 for the Rays is <laughs> road favorites there. And then plus 150 on the A's if you want them as home underdogs in front of whatever. This. 3,800 tonight or whatever it'll be. 4,150. This is baseball, everybody. Yeah. By the way, right before the show, the Diamondbacks and the Marlins started about 20 minutes before the show. That yes, a run will be scored in the first inning price got to plus 155. So that was an auto play. Got home. But these 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 prices are getting ridiculous on on stuff like this. Yeah, I mean this this and this that, one at least was Gallon versus Lopez. So to, in some respect, okay, I get it. But no, I don't get it. Plus yeah, one fifty five. Yeah, Come I mean on. the tamped down run run production so far, and then again we're seeing an even bigger shift. And I mean, I was actually taking a look at this earlier today. I mean, these some of these teams K rates are approaching 25% on the season. So one, every four times they step in the box, they're, they're striking out. Right. And so it's just the different approach to the game mix in pitchers are all throwing like 97 plus and then everything else. There's just a lot going on uh, in this one. There were two day games today, Cardinals and the Royals Cardinals get it done one to nothing over the Royals. Uh, only four hits for the Cardinals, only five hits for the Royals, Stephen Matz, a gem for the Cardinals. Zach Grinke, actually, in his own right, a very, very good game for the Royals. Just an unlucky loss for him. He goes six innings, only gives up three hits. But, again, no run support for him. So, he loses Matz six innings, four hits. Uh, no walks, four Ks for him. They win one to nothing. The other day game today was between the White Sox and the Angels. Uh, Shohei Otani did not start in this one. He, had his, he has his next pitching start pushback as well, dealing with some some injury issues. He did pinch hit, however, uh, didn't get on base. Angels, just two hits in this one. Dylan Cease, absolutely fantastic for the White Sox. They win three to nothing. Cease goes in, goes seven innings, gives up one hit, doesn't walk anybody, and strikes out 11. 93 pitch count for him in that one. Uh, Kendall Graveman on the hold, Liam Hendricks with the save. All right. Uh, you have any preflop NBA tonight? No NBA. No NBA for me. I did tonight. a uh, wacky on, on the heels of my uh, first inning win here. I got a little frisky. I, I did a uh, three-team cross-sport parlay, uh, money line parlay. I did the Heat, the Suns, and the Bruins. 
in hockey, sort of tailing the enemy. You know, Bruins play there. So Heat, Suns, and Bruins. Again, Jimmy Butler in for the Heat. Kyle Lowry out. Joel Embiid out for the Sixers. No thought on, on like, James Harden's number. We'll do prop watch in a bit, but I'm wondering if you've got a... I, I, I don't... It's, it's hard for me to get there with him, right? Like, okay. as an inconsi- I know that the opportunity, in theory, should be there for him, but, one, he's been so quick to just be the facilitator and, and not really step up and take shots, even in games where we thought he should be taking more shots and all that. So it's, it's very hard for me to predict that he's actually going to take the role of, oh, I need to go out and, and score in this thing. So it was, it was just real tough for me to pull the trigger on it. All right. We got yeah. some uh, NFL news, and, and not really the type we were expecting today. Uh, on the heels of our wonderful draft betting experience and the draft itself, where hope springs eternal for every NFL team. But the Cardinals, uh, Pro Bowl wideout DeAndre Hopkins, is being suspended six games for violating the NFL's performance-enhancing drug policy. League sources telling ESPN that, per Adam Schefter, might that somewhat explain the Marquise Brown trade? It all starts to make a little bit more sense. A little bit. Right? Like, it was a... Because we kept saying, like, okay, why would you take on the contract of a veteran receiver when you had the opportunity to draft one of these rookies and whatever? And it's like, well, if you knew you were losing your veteran receiver for six mm-hmm. games, now it makes a little bit more sense that you at least wanted some guy that ha- does have at least a little bit of a proven track record and has at least some chemistry with your quarterback as well. So now the dots all start to connect a little bit more in this thing. I mean, I, I was listening to Dan Orlovsky, and actually I can't even – I. I don't disagree with him at all. I mean, if you're the Cardinals at this point, so DeAndre Hopkins hardly been on the field at all over the last two seasons. He's going to miss six games with this. Do you do you start shopping him maybe to some of the, one of these other teams, right? Like, yeah. you know, say like, hey, he's only he's missed. Yeah, he's going to miss the first six games, but then you're going to have him for the for the last eleven, and you know, give us back X, Y, or Z, whatever it might be. If you're the Cardinals and stuff, because I mean, this is a guy again hardly on the field last year for them going to miss the first six games this year as well and hasn't really produced all that great since he's been there he's super expensive so it does make you wonder if just kind of moving off of him in general for this Cardinals team might be in the best interest of them long long term anyway but yeah I mean it's it's a amazing how quickly things like that change yeah right you think of him as just this untouchable and now it kind of, what what you're laying out actually makes perfect sense yeah for them uh, for them too right i mean it's like you've got these you've got these teams that we know yeah they might have addressed the wide receiver position at bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar whether it's a walk off grand slam or a base hit to center field Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. In the draft, but, you know, they might feel like they're a DeAndre Hopkins away from being actual championship contenders or something like that, you know. So... Could you dangle a carrot in front of a Baltimore or a pa- or a Green Bay or a whoever or something like that, right? Mm. That like mm. 
that that doesn't have that veteran receiver presence and just say like, hey, look, you know, I mean, oh, you they, at least know what you're on the hook for with DeAndre Hopkins, right? It's not know. one of these, okay, you've got to do this massive contract like you would have you'd have had to done with some of these other receivers. But yeah, I mean, it, it's pretty interesting. Only 572 yards last year. Um, if that tells you anything, there's a lot of teams that would take him yeah. for sure. By the way, uh, DeAndre Hopkins, a guy who when he was traded from Houston to Arizona, Bill Barnwell's famous trade grade. Uh, column that he does at ESPN.com. One of his uh, very memorable comments was, "Did DeAndre Hopkins lose an arm for this trade to have uh, <laughs> to have made any sense?" Well, now uh, it hasn't been quite what the Cardinals uh, thought on this. Other football news: Saints and Teron Matthew, the Honey Badger, officially reaching an agreement on a three-year, thirty-three million dollar contract, including eighteen million fully guaranteed. Per sources, language still needs to be finalized, and the deal signed. But Matthew is returning home to New Orleans. Again, Shefty on that one. And the Steelers declined to pick up the fifth-year option for linebacker Devin Bush. Wow, per source, he'll now be playing on an expiring contract. That also per Schefter. And then the Falcons released running back Mike Davis, which I'm sure didn't move much of a needle. No, it, the only thing that this does really to me is is where I thought this Saints team might look at this year again as a rebuild. Like, you know, I was very adamant that they were going to rebuild last year. I thought that maybe this year would also. But the way that they've – the way that they handled the draft and then the, what they've done in free agency, they're they're not thinking that. Like they are, no. they are certainly thinking that they can go in and compete. And yeah, so I mean, you know, good on them. And you know, listen, in the NFC, like we said, there are, there are some weird little things that could happen along the way that that certainly could make this team relevant. So, uh, uh, way easier path to there than the AFC. Playoff hockey about to face off. Looking forward to it. The Stanley Cup playoffs begin. Nick Whalen from RotoWire though on the NBA next. Species primetime action. with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Get your edge this playoff season with the Body Armor Edge Basketball Throwdown. Join four free fantasy hoops contests and play for your share of $20,000 in total cash prizes while the action unfolds on the court. Head to DraftKings.com slash Body Armor Edge now to draft your best lineup and find out if you'll outlast the competition. Body Armor, more than a sports drink. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. We have a uh, people's court on in the uh, studio here. You ever try to tell who's uh, going to be guilty here just based on their looks? I know where you're going with this. <laughs> I know where you're going this with this. This one is clear. Let me just say it that way. <laughs> uh, let's bring in Nick Whalen. Guilty of nothing but being uh, into the NBA playoffs. From RotoWire, you can follow him on Twitter at Whalen. That's uh, W-H-A-1-E-N. See what he did there? The one for the L. How you doing, mm. Nick? How's this? This postseason is spectacular, man. It has been, yes. I, I'm guilty as charged. I am into the NBA playoffs. We, we get two more game ones uh, in round two tonight, Philly, Miami, uh, and then Dallas, Phoenix in the late window. Two really fun games yesterday. Uh, a lot to discuss. I'm ready to talk whenever you guys want. What, well, I, we'll get to yesterday because yesterday, definitely some things to talk about. But since this one mm-hmm. game uh, between the Heat, game one, I should say, between the Heat and the Sixers is starting about 14 minutes, you have not one but two plays on this side and total. 
I do. I do. And, you know, that total has been moving around like crazy uh, just in the last 10 minutes or so. It was up at it was at 209 and then I saw it down at 207 and a half. Now I think it's sitting at 208. Uh, so a lot of movement on that total. Uh, I like the under uh, regardless of where it settles in that range. I, I think we're going to see I think we're going to see some struggles from Philly's offense, you know, trying to adapt to playing without Joel Embiid, who, you know, normally when you think of these high usage players in the NBA, it's your James Harden's, your Russell Westbrook's, your Trey Young's, you know, but, you know, Joel Embiid, even after James Harden joined the team at the trade deadline, everything runs through Embiid, both on offense, really, and on defense. So I think Philly, it's going to be a really tough adjustment. Uh, I, I would maybe look into going the under, you know, on that first quarter total. Uh, you could do the first quarter total for Philly, maybe even the first half total. Uh, and on top of that, you know, these are two of the slowest paced teams in the NBA, both bottom six in pace in the regular season. The pace has slowed down for both teams in the playoffs. Miami played even slower than Philadelphia in round one. Uh, and you can kind of see where I'm going with this. You know, I, I think Philly's going to struggle a little bit. I like Miami with the points tonight. Uh, minus seven and a half is the last uh, uh, spread that I saw on that one. They're at home. Um, I, I still think Philly, you know, has the talent to, to make this a competitive game. You know, on paper, there's a lot to like about Tyrese Maxey, James Harden, and uh, Tobias Harris. But Again, you take away Embiid, I think there's going to be a pretty big course correction here in game one, even with Kyle Lowry not playing for the Miami Heat. Nick, in this game, we do have Harden sitting at, at 25 and a half for his point prop. It's actually the highest on the board. And, you know, one of the things we've seen with him is even in moments where we felt like he should have shot more or if we felt like he needed to try and be a bigger offensive force. He's he's really just kind of taken to the distributor role. He really has mm -hmm. kind of decided to defer to everybody else. And, you know, I, I understand he's fully capable of going for 26 or more points in this game. But my initial my initial inkling here is is the under and the under by, you know, a, a few points here just strictly based off of what we've seen from James Harden, even in times where we felt like he needed to be the, the primary scorer for the squad. Right. I, I think you're on the right track. I mean, it's certainly possible given who James Harden is, you know, a, a former MVP. I think it's kind of crazy that we're even having this conversation, right? Where we're saying you're taking Joel Embiid out of the lineup. Can James Harden get to 26 points? Uh, but that's a real question at this point. Like he's changed his game. He's not that, you know, ultra you know high usage as a scorer type of player that we've got so accustomed to seeing in Houston. He's been very hesitant to take on that role, um, you know, even you know, with Embiid off the court. Since James Harden arrived in Philly, Tyrese Maxey has a higher usage rate with Embiid off the court than James Harden does. So if anything, you know, maybe it's Maxey who's the guy you want to target for that scoring prop tonight. But it's just been so bizarre, you know, trying to predict James Harden because you still see it. You know, I, I think even in game six against Toronto, he had that great stretch. I think it was in the third quarter where you're like, OK, this is the James Harden that I remember. Why is this not coming out more? You know, he seems to have moved past the hamstring injury. That was always kind of a factor in the background in Brooklyn. It's been really, really tricky to figure out. And and even looking beyond the playoffs, like James Harden hasn't scored 30 points or hasn't scored more than 22 points, I should say, in an NBA game since all the way back on March 29th. Uh, that was a loss to Milwaukee. So, you know, even like, he only has a handful of those games since joining the Sixers. You're asking him to do this now, you know, under the bright lights where he's come up short a number of times in the past without Embiid. I think I'm with you. I, I would shade toward the under there. That's the 4-1 in the East. The 4-1 in the West is the nightcap tonight between the Mavericks and the Suns. I was very in vogue, Nick, before the playoffs to say, hey, Luka and the Mavs, that's the team that could give the Suns a lot of trouble. We may not have gotten here in a straight line, but we are here now, uh, given the Luka injury in, in the uh, first round. 
Suns are favored by a big amount tonight as well. Not quite as much as the Heat are, but they're laying six. How do you feel about that one tonight and the series in general? You know, I don't feel quite as strongly about the late game as I do the early game. Uh, I, I feel strongly that Phoenix is going to win, but I also feel strongly that Luka Doncic can keep Dallas in this game. You know, I, I think the Mavs uh, have the best player in the series, even though Phoenix is by far the more consistent uh, and better team. And we've seen Luka do this before. You know, he did it for part of round one against a Utah team that I think is more talented overall than Dallas. We've seen it the last two years uh, in those series against the Clippers, even though they lost those series. Uh, they really had no business hanging around to the degree that they did. And, you know, it was it was one of those situations where you would look up and at the end of every game, Luka Doncic would somehow have like 41, 11 and 10. And I, I think it's going to be that kind of situation again for Dallas. You know, they're going to live and die by Luka Doncic. And historically, that typically doesn't you know play out all that well. Uh, teams that are that reliant on one player uh, don't often go all that far in the playoffs, especially when you're talking about an all time great opponent. Uh, in the Phoenix Suns. So I, I like Phoenix to win the series. There, are, There's a reason they're almost minus 300 on the series money line over at DraftKings. Uh, but I, I think Dallas you know, gives them a run for their money in game one, especially if Devin Booker is not fully back. I think it's encouraging that he played 32 minutes uh, in that final game against New Orleans. But anybody who watched that game, I mean, it was clear that he was not you know, fully himself. All right, Nick. So let's do go backwards now, now that we've gotten the games for tonight out of the way. And Look at that pretty dominant win for the Bucks over the Celtics mm. in which you get, you know, a 101-89 victory without Giannis's best performance even, right? I mean, we're talking 9 of 25 from the floor. Mm. He went back to, you know, shooting a little over 50% from the free throw line at 6 for 11. He had five turnovers. And with that, you still get this 101-89 to win for the Bucks. What did you pull from that game? What do you think moving forward from that? Because you you got to think this was the worst Giannis that they're going to see this whole series, and they still get this win. Yeah, that's a scary proposition. I think if you're the Boston Celtics, um, you know, I think I think that's where you start. You know, Giannis feeling like he played like a a C plus game for him, which you know, if, if a C plus game is 24, 13, 12, and two blocks and an off the backboard dunk to yourself. Uh, I guess that's where we are right now with Giannis um, as he kind of continues to ascend the all-time ranks, but it's a scary thought. You know, it didn't, it didn't really feel like the Bucks played all that well. They had a nice stretch, uh, you know, toward the end of the third quarter where they extended that lead a little bit. I thought Boston was a little bit sloppy, a little bit careless uh, with some of the shots they were taking. I, I think there was one point where Peyton Pritchard took like three straight pull-up threes. Uh, at one point, that is not ideal if you're the Boston Celtics. And, and not only, you know, did they get their butts kicked in game one, but you come out of that with, you know, Robert Williams got nicked up a little bit. Marcus Smart is dealing with a shoulder injury. He's dealing with a lower body body injury as well. It felt like Boston, I think, went into that game expecting to win, expecting the momentum from that first round series against Brooklyn to carry over and kind of keep carrying them past a Milwaukee team that maybe they underestimated just a little bit with Chris Middleton sitting out. And man, we, we could not have gotten a more opposite result. So very interested to see how game two turns out tomorrow night. I, I think Boston will certainly be more focused. I think we're going to see a much better game out of Jason Tatum. We'll likely see a better game out of Jalen Brown. But again, I mean, Milwaukee only scored 101 points in this game. Giannis was not great. You know, Grayson Allen hit some shots. Drew Holiday hit some shots. But Boston, you know, had a better night from three. They were 36% as a team. Milwaukee was 35%. The Bucks turned it over 13 times. Like it, it, It's a scary proposition if you're Boston to go into what now feels like a must-win Game two, because you can't go back to Milwaukee, Middleton or no Middleton, down 0-2 in this series. 
We got a minute left here, Nick. I, I feel sort of the same in the preamble that matches had for this series as I do with the Warriors, which is mm-hmm. yesterday you had Draymond tossed out late second quarter. Clay until the final three really was kind of miserable performance for him. Um, mm-hmm. it, there was just a bunch of things, the calls just in general for the Grizzlies. I don't know if the Grizzlies don't win that game yesterday and they ended up not. I'm not sure they can find a way to win more than one of these at a maximum. You? Yeah. I feel the same way. I, I think that is one where Memphis is going to look back and say, you know, we had them. You know, there, there were times where it looked like Golden State was going to pull away. Memphis always battled back uh, and even had a chance to win it, you know, with what, 3.6 left. Uh, I, I thought they actually ran a pretty good play to get Morant uh, a look at the rim. And yeah, I mean, it, to me, this felt like probably a five or six game series at best coming in. And I, I think that was a, you know, the, whatever the opposite of a moral victory is for Memphis, you know, that was a, we gave it all we got and we still took the loss at home in game one. So I, I think we're probably heading towards golden state in five at this point. It worries me that Jared Jackson played probably one of his three best games of yes. the entire season. He was six of nine from three doing everything kind of the opposite of what we saw from him against Minnesota golden state turned it over 17 times. You know, Memphis had 16 offensive boards and still lost that game. Uh, a little demoralizing if you're the Grizzlies. No, you're 100% right. Jaron Jackson was the third piece of that. We're probably not going to see him go six of nine from behind the arc. No, we're and, not. And the unbelievable field goal percentage in general from him. Thank you, Nick. Appreciate it, man. Always. Thanks, guys. Prop Watch on the other side. It's Prime Primetime Action. You are looking live at Primetime Action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. The Kentucky Derby Saturday. Right now, VEASAN's offering you a special $9.99 Kentucky Derby betting guide. That's $9.99 with previews of all the horses and jockeys for every race, plus best bets for the entire weekend, including the run for the roses. Pre-order your copy now for only $9.99. That is $9.99. Sorry, I was making some hockey bets. Uh, Guess what? slash derby guide. I'm in. You're in? in? What are you betting on? The... All the series, all the series, all the series that Andy likes. Me too. That's what and, I did. And yeah, and I parlayed them as well. <laughs> oh, so there okay. we go. Well, there goes that. There's that. <laughs> Bro, just to recap, by the way, it's Veasan.com/slash/derby-guide for those wondering. Once again, just to recap, what Andy oh, McNeil yeah. has. He has the uh, Boston Bruins scoreless, by the way, uh, halfway through the first period there in Carolina for the. Uh, Boston Carolina series. So he has, he has Boston for the series was about minus one Oh five plus 100 somewhere in that uh, pocket. He has uh, the St. Louis blues at about plus one thirty. Always shop around for the best. That's coming up later tonight. This one that's about to face off the marquee matchup in the Stanley cup playoffs. He is on the lightning over the Toronto Maple Leafs lightning looking for a three peat Maple Leafs haven't won a playoff series Ooh. since 2004. Haven't won a Stanley Cup since 1967. That might not go over too well on you know on the shows this week. Yeah, he's also by the way on the Washington Capitals. If you can find anything around three to one, I guess that's what we can at least say for him, right? What's that? I mean, he is going on. He's going on national television in Canada. He is. He's going to catch some grief. He is. He is. But that shows you he's all about the that, bets. That he's yes. That he is trusting his numbers. Yeah. Listen, sent me a. Picture today without the baseball cap on with glasses. He was like, make this my new profile picture. If you could, please. And, and, and like, I will. In I, fact, I was like, will, if I could figure out how to copy and paste it from where the, uh, the uh, app you sent it from. Sure. From, from wherever <laughs> sure, you know, I'll be able that to, was. And I'll be sure to do that. And all that. I mean, uh, we talked with, with Nick about it. We didn't really hit on it at the, at the top of the show. So bucks, one Oh one Celtics to 89. And not only did Giannis play poorly or whatever, but 
the Celtics hit 10, mm-hmm. 10 two-point shots. Yeah. The lowest in like modern NBA history. For the whole game they shot, they made 10 two-point shots. Ten. Oh, I don't think I realized that. Yes, they made wow. 10 two-point shots. Well, Marcus Smart, by the way, questionable for game two on top of that. So it's always kept getting banged up in that game. But yeah, his, it, is, his is the lingering you, you read a You read a box score and, and you, you have to just like, you kind of can glance over it. But then when you see like, wait a minute, okay, they made 28 shots, but 18 of those were threes. It's like, oh, they made 10 two-point shots. Now, you know, that apparently that was their strategy. I mean, they hooked up 50 threes in the game and all that, but it's like you see something like that. And and the Bucks interior defense is, is fantastic for sure. And they give up a lot of threes. And I think that's kind of their game plan as well as, is they want, you know, look, keep, keep putting them up and we'll probably lose on nights where you're on fire from three, but outside of that, but yes, 10, 10 of the 84 shots total that they took went in from the two. Oh, that's unbelievable. I checked the box score just because I thought you were pulling my leg. That's unbelievable. Yeah. Wow. No kidding. And and I I thought the two key parts of that game were and why Tom check is a Bucks fan, correct? Yes, correct. Huge, big big uh, Bucks fan. I think I think the key part to that was, you know, the first quarter the Bucks were terrible. They like turned the ball over yeah. seven times. Not only could the Celtics not take advantage of that, they trailed by three at the end of the first quarter. And then when when Giannis got those two back to back fouls late third quarter, his third and his fourth. The Bucks after the free throws, I think we're up six, and you're like, okay, this is the Celtics' chance. Mm-hmm. Bucks extended the lead, and when those two things happened, you're like, well, they're not winning this. When I when I saw that that was okay, listen, it wasn't an off game for Giannis, but it was certainly a again like a fifty percentile game for Giannis, and I saw that they were still able to do what they were able to do in a fiftieth percentile game for yeah. Giannis. I was like, this could this could be bad news for, well, for the Celtics. Well, I will say this again: we were in here Friday night talking about this. The fact that the Bucks had gotten to two dollars in the series price preflop, I couldn't resist anymore. Went plus one ninety two, and the fact that they were still plus seven forty to win the title. I have Warriors. The only future I had was the Warriors. I am very happy having a Warriors future and a Bucks future, and having trying to have those two teams meet in the NBA Finals. The plus seven forty on the Bucks before this series started represented not much of a worse price than you could get the Bucks at before the season started at nine to one. None of that made, and I get it. Middleton was out, but do you do you almost think? And why I'll ask you this as a Bucks guy: Do you almost think that Middleton's injury has allowed them to find a little something? I think what it did for me, and I realized this as I was watching the game, is what it did is it. So you just think because Middleton is kind of like just widely considered their number two, right? Yeah. But like Drew Holiday in his own right is a is a good basketball player, and honestly, five years ago we were like thinking of Drew Holiday as one of the you know not top ten in the in the sport, top ten and maybe at his position, right, like in the NBA or something like that. And and you you start to remember like, oh, he can play a little bit, like oh, yeah. like, like that dude can play, you know. And, and so it, it made me realize I'd put I'd put too much stock in Middleton being out and not enough stock in the fact that well, you know, Drew Holiday's a pretty damn good basketball player and can make up for some of that stuff that they lost. And so I, I, I did, I got lost in a little bit. For me, it was almost the Grayson Allen thing though. Like all of a sudden Grayson, you know, what a contributor he is on top of Conant and everybody else. I'm not sure what you, what you thought. I, I would, that. you know, really the big thing in the Bucks series is shown that how underrated Bobby Portis is. If you yes. go back to the, yes. the Hawks series, when Giannis went down, Bobby got put in the starting lineup. 
he was a big reason why Milwaukee was able to win a championship. He's just been phenomenal in the Bulls series and now in yesterday's game. And even if you think back in the regular season, he started in place of Brooke Lopez, who was out. Bobby Portis, you know, getting an opportunity to start and have all those minutes. He's such a big energy guy for the uh, for the Bucks. Really is. I just think the Bucks and the and the Warriors yesterday. You could really say a lot of the same things for both of those teams. Top of the list might just be championship DNA. They both <clears throat> in in non what is the the Tiger phrase? If my A game wasn't there today. Their A games weren't there, and they still managed to find a way to uh, win game one of their series, and both taking home court advantage away from the Celtics and Grizzlies, respectively. Uh, and now, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Prop Watch. I feel like we're uh, I feel like we're trying to force feed this Prop Watch. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're <laughs> like, really? You still don't want to take that James Harden number? Well, this game has started, by the way. The uh, Miami Philly game has actually started. It is eleven to six, Miami, in the early going. But just to reiterate on this one before we get to the other one, you you just couldn't get there with James Harden. No, and, and again, like it's just it's a it's a deal where it's not that I don't think he can get there. Obviously, we know he can. It's just that he has chosen not to really for the vast majority of the season. And that's kind of been what my, you know, my hangup has been in these opportunities where typically this would be a smash spot for me. Yeah. Like I would just smash the James Harden button and say, you know what? Hey, look, his opportunities are going to be there, whether he gets there or not. At least I'm not, at least I'm not going to be short on opportunities, but Gil, you and I have sat here on this very desk going, it was the opportunities that yeah. weren't even, there. He, he was shooting 10 times, 11 times in a game in games where we're either Embiid had left or would never even started or whatever it might be like the guy just never took the reins as like, Oh, okay. I will be that guy. And so it was just impossible for me, for, for me to get there for him. And, you know, we're early on, they've only got six points, uh, four minutes into the game, but he, you know, he has none of them. All right. What about the Mavericks and the Suns tonight? Again, this is the nightcap also game one in the one, four series out West conference semifinal Luca. 30 and a half, nine and a half, and seven and a half for Luka Doncic. Devin Booker leads all Suns prop scoring points at 23 and a half. Then you see Brunson, 19 and a half. DeAndre, eight and 18 and a half. Chris Paul, 17 and a half. Aiden, by the way, 18 and a half and 11 and a half boards. Paul, 17 and a half points and nine and a half assists. Anything here? I think I would almost leave myself a little bit of room. And I can't believe, I mean, you know, people are going to say, like, dude, are you being serious? The numbers astronomically high but I think I'd rather play the PRA on Luca if you just wanted to have a Luca ticket in mm-hmm. your account than I would even than I would just the straight points because there are plenty of nights where he goes for 12 boards and nine assists to go along with whatever you know and, and so for me I I would rather have in my account just the PRA as opposed to just the the straight points mainly mainly because there are there are games where he just goes ballistic rebounding, assisting, whatever it might be. And, and the points maybe aren't quite as high as, as needed to be to get to the 31 for you to cash this ticket. But yeah, I, as far as the projections go, I mean, this right on, I got it like 31.3. So no edge whatsoever there. And as we talked about, like, as we get further into the playoffs, these, these props have been fine tuned hammered into place and sharpened with the sharpest of 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 knives and everything like that. It's, there's just no way to get in on on these unless there's just a a glaring absence of some sort that comes through kind of late, which we didn't have any of that in any of these and so it's it's tough to to play these props this time of year. Yeah. I, I peeked ahead. I did something bad. I peeked ahead to the next segment fruit baskets and I just caught a glimpse of some of your fruit baskets. Oh, I'm prepared. 
prepare for the shenanigans that are in front of me. Fruitbaskets, those that helped us uh, win bets this past weekend, and uh, maybe we went back a little uh, before the uh, the weekend itself. Did you end up having any any draft bets on Friday? By the way, I had a couple of carryovers. Did they? Did they? They do were just carry. Yeah, because it was it was overs on Corral and what, Corral, <laughs> way over. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you went way yeah. way over. So, yeah, it was a it was a, it was a good draft. We finished up sixteen and eight. So very nice. Yeah, Corral ends up with the Panthers. Howell to Washington, Willis to Tennessee, Ritter to the Falcons, and of course, Pickett to the Steelers way earlier than the rest of them. Coming back, Fruit Baskets next on VEASAN's Primetime Action. You are looking live at Primetime Action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VEASAN, the sports betting network. Answer the call of cash with DraftKings Connect to Victory Challenge, sponsored by Verizon. Play for free in this nine-part prediction pool series and take your shot at grabbing a share of $45,000 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Verizon now to join the action. Verizon, America's most reliable 5G network. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Oh, wow, that music stopped very first. It was oh, done so. Wow. 20 to 11 here early in favor of the heat in the first. At Bed 365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. quarters so wow. uh seven and a half is where this closed we're gonna need the sixers to pick it up if you are holding the plus money i'm just i'm just noting how far ahead your score update is than our screen and it is a good 30 seconds like i saw the future good 30 seconds <laughs> at least two possessions if not two and a half 22 11 he'll miss that then right and then they get a re- oh wait a minute really then we're th- no. I, I said 2011. Oh, you did say yeah, 2011. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I was gonna say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Woo. About yeah. To say 2011. All right. Sorry, I heard 22. Um, 11 and a half is the live line in this one in favor of the Heat. Minus 950. If you want to back them on the money line. Jeez. Okay. Um. Now, ladies and gentlemen, uh, the fruit baskets that are doled out to those who helped us win wagers, and it goes a little something like this. Some bets are more fruitful than others. Let's find out who deserves a fruit basket of their own for helping the primetime action crew win this weekend. Your honor, your honor. Listen, it is, this is minimally cheating, but hey, look, it did bleed over into the weekend. And then also 
didn't do the final accounting and stuff to the weekend anyway. So cut me some slack around here, okay? <laughs> NFL Draft 2022, thank you so much yet again. Thank you, Draft. For making this uh, yet another profitable endeavor. And, and, and here's the thing is, you know, we kind of went on this little, I did, went on this little diatribe, you know, on, on Friday with it. But, you know, Gil, I know you've said it. I've said it. We're going to continue to say it over and over again. Like, this is reason we spend so much time on this every single year, the reason why we're reading all of these, you know, crazy mock drafts and every single rumor and all the different stuff like that and, and trying to put things together is, is because it's one of the few things out there where we can actually have an edge on the books because we have the same information they do. We have the same information they do. We do. And we're able to go at it and we're able to uh, to really, you know, take advantage of that and put in some bets early. And the other thing is, is the way that these odds shift. I mean, that was the thing is, you know, I had three different bets on the number one overall pick where it was impossible for me to lose money because you just make them at different times, at different prices and all that. And then when it came down to it, there was it was impossible for me to lose money no matter who went first overall. And so you just, you know, as the information rolls in, have to also don't be don't be you know too cool for school and stuff like that it's one of those like if you realize you're on a bad bet or bad information or new information arises or whatever it might be make a different bet like, like you can still make money like doing all of this and so it, it is it's just so so fantastic like we said finished up 18 and 6 and and of those 18 wins were some of our some pretty big plus money wins as well it wasn't wins as well it wasn't as good as last year but still good 18 and, and 6 or 16 and 8 18 and 6. Oh, 18 and 6. Pardon yes. me. Oh, my goodness. Yes. No, 16 and 8. Yes. Yeah, they're, okay, 16 Sorry. And I don't mean to uh, spoil yeah. the mood, but I yes. I, I don't mean to spoil the mood, but, I, but at least one yes. bookmaker mm-hmm. here in town responding to just what we're talking about with, I don't think we're booking it at all next year. Yeah. I believe it. Just going to tell you that. I, I do believe it. There yeah. will just be several trips down to Kingman. Like, <laughs> Kingman, like, Arizona. Here we go. Down to Kingman. Up to Denver, mm-hmm. down to Kingman, up to Denver, cheap flights, you know. But uh, thank you, yes, for the uh, for the NFL NFL draft there. Uh, secondly, is I want to give a shout out to this is really just more to the plugged in beat writers, but also just curated Twitter lists and all the different things like that out there. I mean, getting this information not only for for the NFL draft, but listen, we were sitting here, it we got the we got the Embiid information. As everyone else in the whole wide world did, because we have all the right people followed right in front of our faces. Yes. We were able to get in bets before they were able to get the the stuff adjusted or pulled or whatever it might be and all that. And and really and truly to the hardworking beat writers out there. I mean, it, the stuff that you do to help us with the NFL draft, what kind of the insight is into these various teams and stuff. And this is when the beat writers are more important than ever, right? Because they are the people that do have the sources inside the inside the the clubhouses, and they are the guys that do have the people that'll meet them for a drink off the record, you know, air quote off the record, and get some of this stuff and and let you know what people are thinking, and you know we can take in all of that stuff and and really make some money. So really appreciate all of those guys out there that are working hard, and and you know, listen, I know it's not the easiest job, and it's it's sometimes it sucks having to try to try to beat people down for information and things like that. But boy, it sure does make our job a lot easier as well. And then finally, for the final time, Seattle Kraken. <laughs> I'm sitting there yesterday watching my hockey, watching my, watching my golf bets just go up in flames. I have a guy 
I have two different guys. I have a 50 to 1 and 110 to 1 who could have won that tournament yesterday, but they just refused. Cameron Champ triple bogey. Oh. Yeah, Cameron Champ triple bogey. Patrick Rogers was right. He's 110 to 1. I have him. He's right off the lead. Just just never just stuck in neutral all day long. Never even put it in drive. It was brutal. Watching, realizing I was going to have no chance to make any money. And then I look. What's that? There's one weird hockey game left on a Sunday, Gil. Yeah. And it happened to be Stray. the Kraken. One last opportunity to fade the Kraken. Gil, you know what my reaction was? Thank God we're not doing primetime action on Sunday. Yeah. And then one, I came in for this. One final time to fade the Kraken. I looked the Jets, who, by the way, are 39 and 32 on the season, are minus 190 favorites. I don't care, Gil. Yeah. They get Matt's bet. They they went. It, it was. It, listen. They were down three to one heading into the third period. I thought I was going to ram my head into a wall. They score three in the third, hold the Kraken off the board, win four to three. The final fate of the Kraken into here in 2022. That was a very inspired list you just had of fruit baskets. Not, not the Kraken so much, but the ones before that were very well. The draft was, was a little more obvious, but I love your one about the Twitter list because that worked out beautifully for all of us on Friday night talking about just getting in those heat bets as quickly as humanly possible uh, before that information got widespread enough for every book to have taken down the series price. So we got it at like plus, excuse me, at minus 180-ish, minus 190-ish. By the time it came back up, it was minus 350 or or north of minus 350. Uh, Mine are uh, more obvious, more straightforward. I've already alluded to them earlier on the show, but in case you missed it again, fruit baskets to a couple NBA teams for their performances yesterday. The Milwaukee Bucks, the defending NBA champions. Did you know that, Wyatt, that they're defending NBA champs? Did you know that uh, about I, the Bucks? I remember that, wow. that day beautifully. I was downstairs. Yeah. At He's cried a tear or 12. Yeah. Me yeah. and Ben Wilson had a nice hug. <laughs> nice. You remember it fondly. Uh, the Bucks get it done. Again, as Matt was saying earlier, not their finest performance. Giannis was not on all cylinders. They were terrible. The Bucks were in the first quarter. Still managed to lead by three at the end of the first frame. And then uh, Giannis got himself in a little tr- foul trouble. Sully couldn't do anything about it. The Bucks are loaded once again. And why that team again? Why? Well, I can answer my own question. Why they were 9-1 to one before the season started to win it is because there were so many injuries in the NBA postseason last year that the Bucks beating the Suns, people viewed it sort of as a, the two teams that won the war of attrition. Well, both of them might be headed to another collision course. Warriors will have something to say about that. But the Bucks looking good. Off to a good start. Could still be a long series, but the Celtics now nicked up. And the Bucks off to a great start for those of us who had them in the series at plus 192. And to win it all now at plus 740, which is why I got both on Friday. The Warriors, they get the other one. Fruit basket to the Golden State Warriors, who are the most beautiful thing in sports. And I really do believe that everything we said about the Bucks, we could say in spades about the uh, Warriors yesterday. Man, if Memphis didn't win that game, and they didn't, how are they going to win more than a game in this series? And I might be being generous. Again, Clay was miserable. Draymond got thrown out for a flagrant deux at the end of the second quarter. What was that? You think he should have gotten thrown out for that? Maybe. So, uh, I wasn't as outraged as others. I, I wouldn't either. The thing I tweeted was this. It's like it's kind of one of those deals where I think it's the you have to ref it on the on the on the actual play itself and not the result. Correct. So it's kind of like the it's like the pitcher who throws at a guy's head, but it yeah. doesn't hit the guy in the head. Right. But like, but it, but it's you threw at his head. I agree with you. So it's kind of like so if yeah. if he'd have tugged at the jersey and like say the guy would have face planted and blood's just all over yes. the court, we'd have been like, oh, you got to throw him out it or whatever. Was, it was the opposite of that Vegas Golden Knights goal, uh, Sharks thing where they where they they penalized the Golden Knights for the result. Right. 
right. which they shouldn't have done. Right. But I agree with you. But nonetheless, Fruit Basket of the Warriors, because Draymond was ejected, and so for more than a half, they were without their uh, their leader, their, the soul of their defense for sure, and really how uh, much of their offense goes through Draymond as well. Didn't have him. Clay was off. Jaron Jackson, as Nick Whalen pointed out, ridiculous. Six of nine with that with that horrible form shot he has. What is that? That should have been taken out of his system <laughs> in like eighth grade. Six of nine from behind the arc. He's, he, he was just phenomenal. And the Grizzles still couldn't get it done. I don't know how they beat this team. And by the way, Jordan Poole, we do not make enough of the phenomenon he, that is Jordan Poole. He, I, I might say some blasphemous stuff. He might be the best player on the team right now. I was like, Every time he touches the ball, you're like, this guy might be the best player on the court. Fruit baskets, ladies and gentlemen. Coming back on VEASAN's primetime action. Oh, offensive and defensive rookie of the year in football next. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare 